Are you looking for expert analysis and the latest news in the promotional products industry? You must be because you're listening to the Promo Marketing Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Promo Marketing Podcast. I am Brendan Menapace. You might notice that this episode sounds a little different. We are, for the first time, without our usual dulcet tones of Sean Norris. But we know we're all going to miss him very much. But we know we're going to keep things moving without him today. I do have a familiar voice with us. I have Elise Carr. You might recognize her as being our third co-host from an episode we did a while ago with Joe Gilly. Elise is the editor-in-chief and content director of our sister publication, Print and Promo. Uh, Elise, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. So thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, so today we're going to talk about, we just got back from the Printing United Expo in Las Vegas last week. It was a a bit of a whirlwind event. It was a huge event. Um, a lot of a uh, lot of steps. My Apple Watch was doing its work. Um, mm-hmm. Now that we've had a little bit of time to recover, we've had some time to kind of, uh, you know, compartmentalize our thoughts and really have more informed takeaways from the show. I did a little bit of a show recap for the newsletter, just about trends I was noticing on the show floor, little ideas distributors might be able to glean from the event. Uh, and then I walked around and interviewed some promo folks just about how they had been faring on the show floor since it is, you know, a lot of people might think it's primarily a print event. But there's a ton of overlap with, you know, what we've been saying is if you can put ink on it, it's it's applicable. So, you know, I wanted to kind of ask you, you know, just in a general sense, having covered as much ground as I did, what were your real takeaways and your impression from the show floor? Well, um, I don't know about you, but I'm still recovering. I <laughs> like, what about a whirlwind week? I mean, this is a show that was delayed twice, um, thanks to the pandemic. So none of us knew what to expect. We were so excited, crossing our fingers, just hoping it would take off. And, you know, it did and more. And for me, um, of course, there was all of the amazing technology and processes and education components. But I think, um, you know, the biggest takeaway I noticed was that sense of community and just how happy everybody was to be back together. I mean, I think this was something that we all really needed after a long, almost three years now. Um, so it was just so nice to see familiar faces and to meet new people and and just to get together um, because, you know, we've just been missing that for a long time. Yeah. Um, and we had, we had people from over 120 countries, I think, at this show. So, I mean, it was, it was sizable. It was huge. And, you know, like you said, that sense of community, it definitely had that that first day of school vibe where everyone's happy yeah. to see each other again times times a million it was just like and you know we we've been waiting on this for so long we've adapted we did the the online events which i think were really successful but you know there's yeah. just nothing like zoning out in front of a giant printer or a screen printing press which i did multiple times at the show <laughs> when i wasn't you know when i wasn't running around reporting on things i was watching screen printing or you know uh large format printing 
Yeah, but and we also had that really fun uh, DJ welcoming everybody. I don't know if you got a chance to hear I her, did. but that was a nice touch too. Yeah, uh, no, just added it, to it, that it party atmosphere. It really did, and then you know there was cornhole in the in the little lobby space there, so it it was. Oh, I work, missed but that. I missed that. <laughs> it was, it, it's it's possible to there's just so much. It's possible to miss a ton of things, but yeah, it really did feel, you know we're biased but it it had a party atmosphere to it like people were having fun there was a, we had the beer garden thing in the apparel zone yes yeah you know for all and for all the education and all of that people really did i think had a good time i had a good time um, I, yeah i had a great time i slept um, really well when i got home but <laughs> yeah that saturday night sleep was uh much needed after a week of Vegas excitement yeah um, I know they say like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas but I mean I think you know not to be corny but this is like stuff that um you know we want to keep talking about and keep the conversation going and you know we got it happening again next year in Atlanta so that'll be fun too and you know yeah I'm really looking forward to Atlanta I've never been to Atlanta um Same, yeah but for this one you know while we're on the topic of it the thing that I, I took away the most in these interviews that you'll hear in a minute um is I was asking promo people, just like, you know, what are you focusing on here? And like, how, how are you kind of cutting through the noise and, you know, appealing to people who might not, who might be at the show and, you know, they've never even thought about bringing in promo. And the thing that kind of was like consistent through all of it was that these worlds are really related more than a lot of people think, you know, you might only specialize in, you know, large format printing or things like that, but then if you know that world, you know, moving into tents or some sort of like displays and signage, even apparel, it's not a crazy jump to make. And the real thing a lot of people were saying was they were focusing on educating people when they came in and like talking about things they can do, things they could boost their business. So I, I think if you were to ask me the main focus of the event, I would 100 percent say education. Would What would you would you kind of agree with that? Yeah, and, and that's like a very good point that you bring up. I think for our little sector um, of the print and promo world, um, you know, I think some of our audience may have been wondering, like, well, where do we fit into all of this? And you just nailed it. And, um, you know, we saw some familiar faces there from from our crew. You had people like Stalls and Showdown and, um, you know, so it was it was great i mean that's exactly where we fit in so whether you're new to the industry or a veteran um there was definitely something to take away it wasn't just about oh having to like buy new equipment there was a huge education component and i actually spent a lot of my time um you know in the apparel zone at that future state theater which had a lot of like great sessions and, and i learned a lot too even having been in this industry for gosh, 17 years um in november so wow yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm coming from the other side of it, knowing more about promo than print. So just, you know, mm -hmm. I learned a ton, just, you know, learned it from, you know, osmosis, just being in yeah. the room. So let's, uh, without further ado here, let's go into these interviews. Now, this, the structure of this is going to be a little different than usual, where we have one interview. This is kind of a a bang, bang, bang uh, interview after interview, where I'll introduce who we're talking to, and it's usually just, a, you know, a few minutes from their booth uh, to kind of get their uh, main takeaways from the show. And hopefully it gives you a better sense of what the show was like. If you didn't get to make it this year, 
And, you know, hopefully it'll serve as a little bit of an incentive for you to make it in Atlanta next year. So we are here with Delta Apparel. Can you guys uh, introduce yourselves? Tim Harris, Vice President of Sales. Mary Bostwick, Vice President of Marketing. So first and foremost, what what's really the focus of the, uh, the exhibit this year? What are you guys trying to show off to people who are stopping by? Uh, basically our new business model. I mean, we were, for a hundred years, we were known only as a vertical t-shirt manufacturer. And we're trying to get the message out that we're now a wholesale distributor, distributing anything from workwear to totes to koozies to caps to outerwear. We, you know, we manufacture a lot of products and we wanted to provide a one-stop shop for our customers, similar to some of our competitors. So we brought in a cap line, a bag line, a jacket line, and of course Callaway and um, some great golf shirts. And we just want everybody to know, unfortunately, we started this right before COVID and COVID hit and of course we all, the world stopped. So people didn't realize we did all of these marketing plans and they didn't realize that we have it. So every show is a new adventure to try to get everybody to understand that we have what we make and we have what others make. So on that same topic, how have you guys been uh, trying to kind of cut through the noise of a big show like this to try and get that message out and how successful has it been, you know, now that we're on day two and you've kind of had some time and some reactions from people, how have it, has it all gone? I think it's gone pretty well. I mean, they have good signage with the Delta logo. As you're walking into the event and coming down to Central Hall, we have the, the vinyl, whatever, yeah. on the rugs, you know, the with floor, the great big old um, Delta logo. Yeah, the floor ads and that kind of thing. We're in the apparel zone. Um, during the day, they're printing our shirts over here with uh, on the M&R equipment. And... I mean, my goal is to have everyone that we possibly can leave with a shirt. And when they get they get home, they're like, oh, Delta, let me go look them up. This is a great shirt. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think we've, we've done a lot of marketing for this show, and I'm pretty excited about it. So we're here with Nathan Edwards from Logomats. Nathan, uh, what have you guys really been exhibiting this year at Printing United? Well, it's our first year back. Been a couple years off. Um, just trade show, um, exhibiting our company, our products, um, trying to you know promote the fact we're USA-made. Uh, short lead times, um, and we're going to take care of people when they come to us. Uh, it's great to see our customers. Um, it's been a little while. Um, we're really enjoying it. And with a lot of print people here, what are you doing to appeal to someone who might not be jumping into the promo side of things? Um, really just talking to them. You know, our products are a little bit different than what you may see here. Uh, so for us, like, are we trying to keep things attractive in our booth, bright colors, that kind of thing? So when people come in, you know, they ask the question, like, what do you guys do? Do y'all sell blanks? Do y'all sell finished products? And, and for us, we are selling the finished products. So when we're trying to appeal to those print-based customers, we're trying to alleviate a little bit of uh, the processes and some of the stresses of actually manufacturing or printing the product. So they come to us and it's like, hey, this is a product that you can offer and we're going to take care of it for you. Send us what you got as far as artwork and stuff and we're going to take care of the product and send it to your customer. Cool. All right. That's really all I had. So we're here at the Orbis booth. Could you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kara Barker. I'm the territory manager for the state of Florida. All right. So, uh, you know, what has been the real standout moment for you guys so far at the show now that we're two days in? Um, I would say... Honestly, the attendance, because due to COVID, we haven't had a live show like this in years. So it's awesome to see everybody start coming in and doing the face-to-face. And then, of course, we also love to show all the products. Yeah, and I'd imagine being, you know, what you guys specialize in, having live events again like this is a pretty, you know, pretty big come up for you guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's our bread and butter. So we're glad that events are back and everyone's moving forward and 
back to business as normal. So for someone who hasn't made it to the show floor, who might be making it next year, what would you kind of say to, uh, they missed out on this year, but they can look forward to next time? Definitely come in, see all the products, all the machinery, everything that we have to offer. And you definitely want to see this live because there is, there's no way that you're going to understand the product and appreciate it more face-to-face versus virtual. All right. Thank you so much. So we're here at the Next Level Apparel booth. Could you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, I'm uh, Jeremy Morello. I am the uh, Senior National Account Executive with uh, Next Level Apparel. Cool. So how has the show gone so far for you guys? You know what? It's actually gone very, very well. Considering we're towards the back end of the actual building, there's been a lot of foot traffic coming through, especially with the uh, the made, the feature state made uh, UNIV board panel. I think there's a lot of good opportunity here to continue to move forward. Well, it's so big that people could just get lost and end up here anyway. Yeah, they, they kind of do. I think people love free t-shirts, and it's always nice to be across from the folks at Supercolor and some of those other guys to... Uh, to draw that attention so. yeah so speaking of drawing attention what are you guys really exhibiting this year for people passing by you know we have a lot of really cool new product in some of our crop fleece uh, new joggers new quarter zip hoodies uh, I'm sorry not quarter zip hoodies, but quarter zip uh, long sleeves so I think our big push forward is, is into the fleece segment yeah what, can you tell me a little bit more about that like what uh, people are gonna be looking for and buying in the next you know next quarter or whatever you know what we see a big push right now in a lot of like our suede product so we're doing a lot of like suede French, uh, French terries, a lot of long sleeve in our CBC. So it's more into like colder climate goods, if you want to call it that. But um, t-shirts are king, so they'll continue to ramp up. Yeah. So kind of on that, uh, on that topic, there's a lot of t-shirt printing just all over the place. Since you know a lot of people might just associate this show with you know paper printing, mm-hmm. where does apparel kind of fit in, and how do you know like how do you appeal to people who might come here thinking they only want to look at you know, print, print, but might come away with some new information about apparel, decoration, things like that. No, you know, I think there's definitely a crossover because a lot of the manufacturers who make a lot of those large format printing also kind of dived into apparel printing with like DTF, DTG, whether it be Epson, Brother, or some of these folks like All American next to us. Um, so there's definitely a big segue, kind of like an intersection for both communities to merge together. So ultimately, it's just a great footprint to capture a lot of new audiences and, and kind of make it all work. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. All right. It is good to be back. And as Sean always says, that about does it for this episode of the Promo Marketing Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have any tips or comments, you can always send them our way on Twitter at promo underscore marketing. And thanks to Elise Carr for stepping in today. And uh, oh, what did Sean always say? Oh yeah, for Brendan Menapace, I am Sean Norris, and this was the Promo Marketing Podcast. I guess I'll say this time for Elise Carr, I am Brendan Menapace, and this is the Promo Marketing Podcast. <laughs>